at 16 years old, I was usually sitting at home uh, or at friend's house doing not much of anything, maybe trying to figure out how to win back a girl I loved or thought I was in love with, or somewhere chewing the fat with a group of jamokes who would eventually become successful and get married and become lawyers or whatever. This guest has accomplished more in her first 16 years than most of us in our entire 40, 50, or 60 years. She has gone from being a bashful little girl to an aspiring musical theater actress and an all-around cool young woman, a member of Thespian Troop. Is it International Thespian Troop 513? I think it's just Thespian Troop 513. Okay. Um, 513. 513. The 513 in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, a soon-to-be junior at Westville South High School. And also my daughter. Oh, hi. Um, Bella Price. Uh, so, what? Um, when did you decide that you uh, figured that you wanted to be an actress? Oh, well, honestly, I don't know if I've 100% made that decision yet. I think I still have some, like, exploring and thinking to, but, like, I guess um, I, I really, I really like was pretty sure that I wanted to do this for sure when um, I saw like seniors when I was a freshman auditioning for colleges and seeing them pursue this. Mm-hmm. It it really pushed me to do the same. Yeah, is there any specific like uh, time in your life where you knew that you wanted to do music? <laughs> wow, I've always been doing music, so. I really, I don't know. I I've, I've don't remember when I didn't love singing and playing instruments and stuff. I've always done that. And I've always known that I wanted it to be a part of my life and, you know, getting older. Yeah. Do you have any other people in your family that are musically? No, mm-hmm. just me. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Moving my on. Dad. My, <laughs> my dad is a wonderful musician. And you, mm-hmm. have, uh, you have other relatives that are, you have a, a, a great, a grand, a second cousin. That's what it is. Two second cousins that are musically inclined. One is a music teacher at, in Pickerington. Oh, yeah. Uh, my cousin Linda. Um, so anyway, um, so you figured out that you liked music, and when you started, uh, I think middle school probably is when you started getting the acting bug. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, around then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you... Uh, you joined a um like a summer theater program what was that one called um it was called brave young voices and it was under good medicine productions and it's really what i mean it was kind of a tacky thing but it's definitely what kick-started my theater career mm-hmm. <laughs> that was um directed by carmel yes carmel avignon sanders saunders saunders and uh, she was great. I remember her. I still talk to her every once in a while. Um, she was a graduate of the Otterbein University. Or is it Otterbein College? I think it's Otterbein University. Anyway, uh, and then um, you entered high school. And that's where you saw the seniors. And um, you were like, ah, I'm going to dabble in this a little bit. And then... well. I actually, before I entered high school and after I did the summer thing, I did do um, eighth grade drama club. 
and I definitely thought I was better than everyone else. No, not really. But I it it's was okay to have confidence. I yeah, I it was like I had a lot of confidence even though I hadn't really done it that much, but it it was definitely a good environment for me to and I also took on like a leadership position role and it it really did like make me want to keep doing it and I don't know. That the transition from that to high school theater was crazy it was so much like high school is so much more mature did you see other actors and actresses that um motivated you to become better in middle school no well in either of course um everybody who i work with and who does theater at my school i mean they push me to be better. No, I'm not talking about just in general. I'm talking about like, like you saw people who were four years older than you and you're just like, wow, <sighs> I want to be like that. Was there anybody in particular? I mean, you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but. No, I'm when I was in seventh or eighth grade, I don't remember. I want to say eighth grade. Um, my school did my my high school that I'm in now, I was in middle school, though, so I wasn't going to that school yet. But they did a production of Heathers, which is, like, one of my all-time favorite shows. And that was when I was, like, very firstly starting to get into theater. And that was, like, one of the first shows I, like, listened to. So when they did it, I went and saw it. And, like, everyone in it was just so incredibly talented. And that's what, like, you're asking me, like, if I wanted to be like them, like, of course, I looked up to is them Is there so any much. particular song from that um, program that you really liked? Um, you want to give us a little, yeah. a little. I like all the songs in it. Um, I like all the characters. Um, yeah, but I'll give, I'll give, I'll sing you a song if you want. All right. Um, what song do you think you'd like to sing from this one? I think I would like to sing um, my go-to kindergarten boyfriend. Okay. Like Did you have any boyfriends in kindergarten? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is kindergarten boyfriend. Um, take it away. Watched him breathing, watched him dream for nearly half an hour. Then he woke up. He pulled a scab off one time playing kickball, kissed me quick, and pressed it in my hand. I took that scab and put it in a locket. He didn't care if I was thin or pretty And he was mine until we hit first grade Then he woke up Last night I dreamed a horse with wings Sad. And 
now we're all grown up and we know better now we recognize the way things are certain boys are just for kindergarten certain girls are meant to be having is a dream that should not have to end so I'll build a dream that I can live in and this time I'm never waking up so we'll soar above the trees over cars and croquet lawns past the church and was pretty sweet thank you <laughs> um so when you're singing songs is it hard for you see for me even when i wrote songs you know back in the day i haven't written a song in a long time but back when i used to write a lot i wouldn't even be- remember my own songs it's hard for me to remember lyrics even to ones that i write do you find it hard to remember lyrics oh yeah i mean especially if i'm first learning a song but but like Honestly, learning lyrics, it, it comes easily to me. Like, memorizing lines is hard for me. I, that's like, oh my gosh, my total weakness. But lyrics has just never really been that much of an issue. It's just, I, it's just like, if, if the melody allows it to be memorable, then it's that easy. Yeah, do you have any, like, secrets, any tricks to learn uh, melodies or lyrics or whatever? Or you just try to just think about it all the time? Um... I, I don't even know if I can describe how I do it. I just, it just, I just sort of just do it. It's like a robot. A couple of weeks yes. ago, mm-hmm. I interviewed my friend Ty Bauer and he builds robots. I know. I saw, that was really cool. Yeah. So, um, going back to school and learning the craft, um, when you, uh, sat down and watched these older kids and some kids, you're saying, well, let me even go back further than that. At the end of eighth grade, I recall getting a text from you saying, oh, my God, auditions for such and such. I think it was Little Shop or Tomorrow. Um, yeah, that was a whole scandal. Yeah, They didn't want the middle schools to find out because um, even though it was open to eighth graders, um, Heritage, I think, yeah, Heritage was on their D.C. trip. So, oh, yeah, they couldn't yeah. audition. So only only Blendon could. So they really didn't advertise it. Not at all. That's why I didn't know until like a day before. And so um, 
this was while you were in eighth grade auditioning for a show that was going to be the the two sh- they were auditioning for two separate shows both fall like productions one was the black box smaller play called john lennon and me in the second one who's john lennon and me written by do you remember no it's like on the tip of my tongue now. okay well somebody will probably be typing it in the comments <laughs> and then they were also auditioning for the fall production of little shop of horrors and you were excited about that and um so you went to the audition the next day and you're like what am i supposed to do so what did you do <laughs> Um, for the record, my little shop audition is the, just the worst audition I've ever gone through. And it's okay. I mean, it was my first ever like legit audition and I had like no time to prepare. So it's like, I forgive myself for it, but it really knocked some sense into me. Like it's not as easy as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. I, what happened was I prepared a song, but I didn't know the words to it. And when I went to audition, I just blanked on the words and it was really embarrassing. Um, is so that was your first real – when you um, went to the summer program, Brave Young Voices, what what was cool with that was, you know, being involved with it a little bit, like watching it from the inside, uh, seeing what they would do was have an audition. They actually paid you for the performance. But the audition process was probably your first one, right? Or had you done gone no, through audition? No, uh, that was my first ever audition. Because you didn't audition for, like, school plays before. They just no. picked you and said, you're going to be the star. You're going to be the... The Cheshire Cat. The Cheshire Cat. With one line. With one line. <laughs> and um, so you you were actually... You got callbacks for Little Shop? No. But, but when I was auditioning for Little Shop, I also auditioned for that other show, The Black Box. Uh-huh. And the callback list for Little Shop came out at the same time as the cast list, and I got into John Lennon and me, so I wasn't too. So they didn't even have callbacks for that; they just cast you. No, they don't have. They really don't have callbacks for plays. Oh. So, um, your first production was uh, John Lennon and me. That's when you were just becoming a freshman. You started rehearsals before you were even high school, really. And then, uh, so that's when you met uh, certain other thespians like Caleb Jingo. And, well, you were in Brave Young Voices with Caleb. Yeah, I knew Caleb before that. So you were already BFFs back then. For sure. And then you met um, some people like Emily Winesett. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, some other actors like. Um, Ella Dickerson. Yeah. <laughs> she was the lead in that show, and uh, she did very good. She she was amazing. All those lines to remember. I know. So what during that show did you stood out like, this is like the real deal. This is high school. This oh, my is gosh. high school theater. John Lennon and me was like, <laughs> it was it was my first legit show, like you said. And it was a lot more pressure put on us because I was working with seniors. So it it was very stressful for me, and I. It was definitely a learning experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's when um, you found out that there are like, um, what do they call it? Strike. Yeah. And I mean, uh, <laughs> like that before, adults did that stuff. 
And now, like, you're like, man, I got to stay after her and, like, tear all this crap down. And and then you found out, like, um, cast parties. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, speaking of parties. Oh. <laughs> is there yes. another song that you'd like to sing for us today? There is another song. Um, what does this song mean to you and what's it called? Um, this song, Go. The, this song is called The Party Goes With You. It's from... Kind of a lesser-known show called 35 Millimeters, but I'm so obsessed with it. It's Lindsay Mendez. She's, like, my my idol. Um, what does this song mean to me? Mm-hmm. Um, I interpret it as kind of like, like being so close to something that you can't have, which is definitely something I think everyone has experienced. So I really like singing it. Um, I sang this for an audition once, and I got called back for every role. So. Oh, okay. Right. What, what was that audition for? Heather's. Heathers. Yeah, didn't get in though. It's <laughs> okay. You know, we can't win them all. Oh 
Wow, that was pretty good. I like that. That's a cool song. Thank you. I've actually heard it like 40,000 times. <laughs> um, so, like, moving forward, you um, got into a few other shows. You, um, after um, John Lennon and me, you, were, uh, you sat this winter out, right? Or you did tech? For, I did tech for the winter show. I auditioned for it, but I didn't get in, so I did tech. Um, so you auditioned for it, you did tech. During that time, did you, like, study any more about theater, or you just... Of course. I mean, I was taking a theater class at the same time as doing shows, and I, I watched rehearsals. I watched the actors. Caleb Jingo played... Um, the main character Christopher and he was just like literally phenomenal and I really took a lot of inspiration from him during that and I was also I mean that was my first time doing um tech or doing crew and that was a good experience just to learn what that was like and kind of learn the ins and outs of theater as a whole okay so um and then uh after that you auditioned for uh Catch Me If You Can and how did that go? That went really well. Um, that, the audition process went really well for me. Um, it, and all this time you're learning more about these Yeah. Processes. This was my first spring musical. And it was like the first time I'd ever done a dance call. And I was so scared about that. But I ended up, I mean, I'm not a dancer, but it it still taught me what it's like. And... Throughout, I felt really confident in myself and my ability, and I was that was like my time to like really showcase what I could do, and it really made me like that whole audition process and the show just made me realize that I'm like a musical person. Like, I love singing, even even though I'm not a dancer. Like, I'll dance a song, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. uh That's a a trait for performers is just to do that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and. and then we had uh that was your freshman year that wrapped up and uh they um announced previously that there was going to be a new program in the summertime which was going to be the summer enrichment program for all of Westerville schools mm-hmm. and it was uh like ages whatever like middle school through seniors yeah and what was that program what was the show the show was called crazy for you and i had never heard of the show before mhm and I thought it looked kind of silly. It was uh, like a tap dancing show. I was like, "Why are we doing a, a tap show? Yeah. I don't. Why am Nobody I even?" Nobody taps. N- well, we ended up having like really fantastic tappers that I had no idea even existed. But in my head, I was like, "Yeah, who taps? What is this? Like, why? I'm not going to audition for this. I can't tap dance." Um, I almost didn't even audition, but I did because all my friends were and I I wanted to keep doing theater over the summer so it'd be silly for me not to. Right. Um so did and they had callbacks and uh There was it was it was like strange. It was it was just like a different experience because with that we learned all the material before we even auditioned. Like we learned all the callback material. We learned the dance audition before the actual dance audition and before anyone got called back. So like it wasn't super scary for me but like i didn't it, this was the first show that i hadn't like ex, like extensively listened to before auditioning i was just kind of like i'm just here i don't know what i'm doing so i i learned all the callback and all the audition stuff like a week before it 
and there were callbacks and I was called back for a couple leads or whatever and I did it yeah. and then what happened and then I got I got a lead so That's that cool. was really weird it was my first ever time having and it wasn't anything like super huge it wasn't like the main character it was just a supportive supporting character but I had a whole song to myself and that was awesome and it was the first time that ever happened to me yeah uh, well, there you go. I mean, work pays off. Mm-hmm. And um, that is true for everybody because everybody that has uh, gone through Wolf's program and uh, Derek uh, McPeak's program when he's focused on the technical side of it, mm-hmm. um, everybody seems to get paid off for hard work. Yeah. And uh, so... Um, let me see. There's uh, other things coming up. Um, well, let's go back to your sophomore year. We had uh, the Crazy For You was in the summertime. And then in the, the fall, what productions were? Oh, okay. The fall was a play called Distracted and a musical called Freaky Friday, based off like the you know um, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and you uh, auditioned for both, mm-hmm. and he Wolf um, decided to cast you in Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. and that was. A good that was a great show actually. Really, um, you think so? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, that was of that was actually a fantastic show. I mean, it, it when that when they announced that, I, I thought this was going to be a a doozy, a flop, a flop, a flopperoni. <laughs> but it was actually really good, and the band was excellent. The, all the actors were great, and um, and they announced also that the. Spring show was going to be nine to five, mm-hmm. and uh, something happened in the world <laughs> that prevented that. What was that? Um, we want me to talk about what happened. The Ronies. <laughs> the Ronies did. Um, it affected the the Rony affected theater for I don't know how long, but it it was really devastating for so many high schools, it's so many affected. seniors. I mean, you, you guys did. Um, you couldn't. You found out that you couldn't do the show, mm-hmm. which was uh, a travesty for a lot of kids. I mean, across the country, your se- your seniors are just yeah s out of luck. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that you guys did what you could do, and one of the things that you could do was oh, and you were actually cast as a a lead in that. And you uh-huh. were going to have another couple songs for yeah. you. What were you, what did you ca- get cast as? I was cast as like the funny lead. Um, uh, so the show is nine to five and I was cast as uh, the role of Roz. And that would have been by far the biggest part of, I've ever played. I had a whole five minute song and I had a whole reprise to myself and I was really looking forward to it. But you know, yeah. I try not to think about it too much because I need to focus on the, the, the things future. that are going to actually be performed. <laughs> yeah. So one of those things you were uh, you were you got a call and you were going to be assigned director or assistant director to a show that Tyler. Oh yes. Well. <laughs> Tyler Zwick. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. The man, the myth. 
Um, yeah, so Wolf, after quarantine happened and we were sort of settling into it, I mean, our troop is, it's so tight and like, we're all very, we're all very passionate about what we do. So we couldn't have just given up and not done anything over quarantine. So Wolf reached out to my friend Tyler and asked him if he wanted to direct a, um, virtual one act, um, over zoom. And Tyler asked me if I wanted to help direct it and if I wanted to assist and direct. Was it called Chaplin? <laughs> no. What was it called? <laughs> it was called it was called Ten Ways to Survive Quarantine. Okay. And it was it was like we we cast everyone who auditioned and it was it was just it was just a nice way to have everyone keep talking to each other and keep doing reunited yeah. and uh keep the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody was getting sad and depressed and, you know, so this was just like a wake-up call that we're still around, we still exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I said something about Chaplin. Yeah, what was um, that about? You, you mentioned in your bio that you always wanted to sing a song from Chaplin. Well, now's your chance. Well, um, the song that I wanted to sing, it's called All Falls Down, and I'd never heard it until... Renee Rapp. Mm-hmm. Um, she sang it for... Who's Renee Rapp? She is playing Regina George on Broadway right now. Who's Regina George? Um, Regina George is the is the queen bee of the high school. <laughs> oh, she's... Oh, and that's in... Mean Girls. Mean Girls, okay. Regina... I mean, Renee, um, she won the Jimmy Awards in 2018. That's New York City's... It's like the high, high school, school version of the Tonys. Right, correct. And she won it. And so all everyone who's like um, a finalist has to sing a solo piece. And she sang this song. And I thought she did it so beautifully. And, and I kind of fell in love with it. Okay. So let's, let's hear it. Okay. Hey there. Mr. Chaplin, you may think I'm rather small Because the posh papers are falling at your feet So go ahead and snub me And don't return my calls And build your house on top of easy What you gonna do when it all falls down? Cause I let a little rumor spread. <laughs> what you gonna do if I change the name of the person sleeping in your bed? What you gonna do when I tell the tale that makes the country turn its head? Just a little gossip and just a little lie. I'll simply say the little tramp was just a little spy. And what you gonna do when it all falls down? Hey there, Mr. Chaplin. Well, your act deserves applause. You wave the flag and the country is impressed. But I'm a voice among the crowd that's questioning your cause. And then I'll spread my doubt about 
What you gonna do when the money's gone? Then who you gonna buy to care? What you gonna do when the country says now? Get yourself out of here. What you gonna paint when you cannot paint the town? I'm gonna wipe that smile from that famous little clown. And what you gonna do when it all falls down? King's men will never put poor Charlie together again. And what you gonna do when it all falls down? Well, that was great. Thank you. <laughs> um, so moving forward, um, has uh, there been any announcements on what's going on for the 2020-2021 school year? Yes. We had our banquet, and we announced the whole season next year. And we decided to actually do three musicals instead mm-hmm. of just two. And what are those? We're doing a small, um, newly written kind of un- underground show called Ranked. Um you can look it up. It's it's really fresh. Uh, we just wanted to do something like fresh as in new. Yeah. Okay. Or fresh as in like dope, whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do something. <laughs> we wanted to do something that was like sweet. Yeah. Rad. We we wanted to do something that was like newer, um, and more modern. Just just to spread the word and i don't know we we wanted to bring it potentially to um states or international thespian conference which is like a big like theater everyone comes together and we get ranked and <laughs> shows <laughs> called rank um what are the uh, what other programs are other productions i should say w- ranked okay so ranks that first one and then we're doing um high school musical in the spring Wow, that's a huge yeah. one, right? And I mean, the way that this is all going, it kind of makes me feel like that's going to be the first one. Because whether or not, like, if we can start having group, small groups of people together, I mean, I don't think we're going to be able to let in audiences um, for a while. But as long as we can still rehearse and perf- like perform for ourselves, like, we're still going to, we'll record it. But I think by 2021... I, th- I have a feeling High School Musical is going to be the first show we do with an audience. Yeah. Well, I want to talk to Wolf about some stuff about what we can do technically. Yeah. Um, to preserve the emotions and feelings of a live show without being able to be there. So anyway... Um, so what's the third? That was the ranked mm-hmm. High School Musical. We're doing a show in the fall called Band Geeks. Um, it's a cute little like musical. Um, not much to say. Band Geeks. Just Band Geeks. <laughs> Go look look it up. Look it Go up. Google it's it. cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's in what's uh, I mean you're welcome to come back on anytime. What's the your in your future for uh, you're going to keep going pushing at it? I think so. I mean it's hard to say now that theaters basically canceled for a while Mm -hmm. but i mean i hope by the time i'm like going into college it'll be still there 
still there. But right now, it's just definitely probably going to go into. It's kind of scary because it's not really stable. So, but first you have to get your driver's license. <laughs> All right, Bella Price, thanks for coming on board. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. Um, as soon as we get home, you have to do your chores. Okay. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Do you, you know what an X-Carver is. Amavita Designs is your resource for unique pageant wigs, glamorously rhinestoned gowns, and dazzling handcrafted jewelry with assiduous glimmer, carefully created by nationally acclaimed designer and local artist James Duff. Partnered with Central Ohio natives Chris Higgins and Tammy Peake, who both add a touch of class to collectible designs and intricate woodcrafts available on Facebook Marketplace. Search Amavita Designs and go to www.amavitadesigns.com. How to get that out of the way. You've been listening to a Focal Point podcast for the Focal Point Cinema and Sound Company.